Welcome to the Fundraising Freedom Podcast with Mary Valoni. I'm your host, Mary Valoni, and this is the place where fundraisers come to be encouraged, empowered, and educated on how to raise more funds and have more freedom. Today, we're talking about the eight words that may explain why you're stuck. Okay, but before we jump into that, happy July. Uh, This last weekend, we celebrated the 4th of July. Uh, If you are from the U.S., this is, uh, you know, Independence Day. And to all my Canadian friends, which we have a lot of Canadians who listen to the Fundraising Freedom Podcast. So to my Canadian friends, happy Canada Day. I'm sure there's a ton of other holidays that are happening, but I have no idea what they are. (laughs) So I'm just going to wish you guys a happy 4th of July and also happy Canada Day. July is also my favorite month of the year and it's because this is my birthday month so I'm just a couple weeks away from turning the big 4-0 and I'll be sharing more about that in the upcoming episodes but I'm holding on I'm holding on to my 30s I have absolutely loved my 30s but I am ready I'm ready for my 40s to come so this has been an interesting couple of months as you guys all know and uh, you know I just never anticipated that this is actually how my 30s would end. But hey, all's good. We are, you know, still pressing on and moving forward and excited to see what happens in the next decade. So I'll share more about that later. But let's talk about the eight words that may explain why you're stuck. Now, as we've been talking about over these last several episodes, you know, I mean, we are, you know, have been dealing with a pandemic. We have been hanging out, trying to navigate not being in our offices. If you are working, you know, through a, a more traditional nonprofit, for those of you who are running, you know, and working with ministries, you may have already been working remotely and working from home, but now it's a little bit different and maybe a little bit more difficult to have some conversations with people. And so I want to just talk about these eight words, okay? They are not super profound, but I think that they will hit home for you, okay? Um, It actually comes from a book from Marshall Goldsmith, and the eight words are, what got you here won't get you there. Okay. You hear that? What got you here won't get you there. Now we have leaned on a lot of things over the last several years, several decades, however long you've been fundraising, several months, uh, where you have just leaned on what got you success, what has worked in the past. And we typically just rinse and repeat and do that over again. But during this season, I'm going to probably assume that you're struggling because what got you here isn't going to get you there. And what's happening now in and what you used to do with your fundraisers and how you engage with donors, it's not working anymore. And so we have got to go back to the drawing board. And I've talked about that already, but I have continuously discussed the fact that this podcast is all about freedom freedom to act, speak, and think without holding back. And freedom is the seven steps that I teach to every single nonprofit leader that I get a chance to train and teach with. And I have formulated these seven steps because they work. <laughs> and so I'm going to draw your, your attention back to them. But I want you to just, as we're talking about what got you here, won't get you there, is that we've got to go back to our vision. We got to go back to what we stand for. And we've got to reassess where it is that we want to go. Now, 
we've talked about this before, so I'm not going to rehash all those details. You can go back into the previous episodes and listen to those. But today, as we talk through what got you here um, and really looking at the successes that happened in the in the process, you know, like there were probably a lot of really good things that you were doing and they did work. Uh, but today we're going to we're going to officially let them die. Okay, <laughs> we're going to let them go because it, it's okay for change to happen. And I get it; change is hard. It's hard for us to start and look at things in a different perspective, in a different way, and to do things differently. So I want to teach you guys today just a really easy paradigm shift, okay? I just want to shift your thinking today away from the way that we used to do things to now this new season. We're in 2020. This is a new decade and we're, we're, we're really leaning heavy into let's not depend on old habits, old things that were happening and let's really think about the future, okay? I'm a very futuristic thinker. I like thinking about those goals and those ambitions that you have for whether it is your nonprofit or it's your personal life. I always like looking at the at the future and just saying, how could we possibly do that? And I know some of you guys are hardwired to live in the past or to spend a lot of time dwelling in, well, that didn't work and that didn't work, so we're not gonna do that again. And that is really hindering you from making some really great strides in your work. And so I'm gonna challenge you today to just scrap everything that you're thinking, everything that may have worked in the past, everything that you have have, you know, really leaned heavy into over the years. And I'm going to ask you to just step aside from that for a moment for the time that we're hanging out today. I want you just to just clear your mind, clear your thoughts of anything that has been done in the past. And I want to give you one thing to think about today. Okay. And here it is, is I want you to start thinking about who you need to know. Who do you need to know? Not what do you need to know? Not how are you going to fix it? Not how are you going to raise those that those dollars? I want you to think about one thing and it's who, okay? When you look back, now I'm going to have you look back a second, okay? When you look back and you think about any big successes you have ever had, I, I just beg to challenge you and the fact that it probably was because you surrounded yourself with somebody new. You surrounded yourself with someone who had the ability to think a little bit bigger and think differently. And so today, the paradigm shift is to start thinking about who do you need to know? And this is a, a question that I write on my whiteboard all the time because I'm like, you know, when you're when you push yourself to the next level and you're starting to raise dollars that you've never raised before, you don't know the answer because if you knew the answer, you would have done it already, but you don't. And so anytime you push yourself to the next level, you're always going to be needing to surround yourself with different people. Now, you may have been stuck over the last couple months and maybe even the last year or maybe even longer, and it's because you've been spending so much time surrounding yourself with the same people. Now, many of you guys have a board of directors or you have that advisory group or you have some group of people, maybe your staff and coworkers that have tended to be the same people for many, many years. Now, they're probably really wonderful people and I'm not telling you to get rid of those people. I'm just telling you that if you continue to surround yourself with the same group of people, you're going to continue to do the same behaviors. You're going to have the same conversations because no one is stretching 
helping you. No one is asking you deeper questions. And so when I ask you to to just think about who do you need to know, that starts to shift things around that it's like, I've got to start infusing our cause with new voices, with new faces, new people who are going to be able to just jolt some energy into the system. Now, I have recruited many, many groups of people, many committees, many, you know, councils and boards and you you name it. I have pulled together those groups of people. And what I notice is that when people start to become complacent, where it's like they, they, ex- they know what to expect, every meeting that you have, there's a certain expectation because consistency. Consistency matters. And so I I get it that, you know, you want to create some consistency where they know the people, they feel comfortable with the people that are around the table. But if you're never bringing in those new voices, people start to get comfortable. And you've probably seen this where you've gotten really comfortable with your cause because you just know what to expect and it feels good. But all of a sudden, in the last several months, it has become extremely uncomfortable because things are not normal. And so it's really easy for us. And I, you know, say this, that I don't want this for you is that I don't want you to freeze. And that's why when I find that people get stuck and that they're frozen, uh, because they're leaning on their previous story, this previous story that they've told themselves about, here's how you actually raise money. Here's how you get to that goal. And you continue to try and use that old system and it's just not working today. Okay, so you guys know that I'm heavy on building teams. I believe so strongly in surrounding yourself with people who are going to push you and who are going to have the skills and knowledge to take you to that next level. So what do we need to do today in order to actually get unstuck, (laughs) to start seeing some great progress? Because that's ultimately what we want. We want to see the dollars come in. We want to see our causes being successful and helping more people. We do not want the virus or the economy or any of these excuses to get in the way of our progress. And so today I'm going to ask you to ask this question and whether or not you have to pull out a whiteboard or a sticky note or something and literally write down who do you who do I write it in the you know first person who do I need to know who do I need to know in order to raise and then put your dollar amount in there who do I need to know to raise a hundred thousand dollars who do I need to know And when you start to ask that question, you're going to start to have names and faces start to appear. Now, they might not all show up in the same day. They might not show up because you knew them from the past. Many times when it comes to fundraising, you've never met them before. You don't even know who they are today, which is what makes this so much fun is that you don't need to know who these people are today. You just need to start figuring out what kinds of characteristics do they have? What do I need in somebody in order to take us to that next level? I often use the example of running marathons as an example. Not that I have ever run a marathon, <laughs> but uh, my sister is an, a five-time Ironman, and uh, I'm a huge you know, cowbell ringing fan. I love watching people trying to accomplish big goals, and one of those, I love it when people set goals through running marathons or triathlons or anything like that 
because I just think it's so cool to see how people push their bodies to the next level. And uh, But when I think about a marathon runner and think about somebody who wants to run a marathon, if it's on your bucket list, what are some of the things that you do in order to start preparing for that? Now, you don't need to know how to run a marathon. You don't need to know how. You don't. You literally do not need to know how. But what you do need to know is who. Who do I need to know? Do I need to know a trainer? Do I need to know a somebody who's actually done this before? Right? We need to. You need to start surrounding yourself with a group of people who say this is a no-brainer that this thing is going to happen because I've done it 10, 15, 20 other times before. This is doable. Now, you guys know whenever you look at like this, any type of goal that's out there that it's like, it just seems like it's absolutely impossible. What happens when you meet somebody who's actually done it? I mean, your mind, you're, you're just, you shift so quickly to where you're like, oh, well, this is doable. I can do this no problem, right? If you meet somebody who's, you know, done an Ironman, like my sister, when she made that decision to run an Ironman, she got an Ironman trainer. It was somebody who had done it multiple times and he was able to really give her the hows and the whats and all the all the other questions that might come up. And that person actually was able to help her through that process to where she's like, this is a done deal. I can do this. So when you set that goal for your fundraising and you're like, okay, I want to raise, you know, a hundred thousand or let's just say it's a million, you use your number, but fill in the blank. And when you think about those numbers and you start to say like, okay, is this even possible for us to do? Absolutely. There has got to be somebody who's done this before. I think about this often when I look at my my financial goal for my business is that I'm always like, you know, hey, I'm raising or I'm making, I, I often have a hard time using flipping those back. <laughs> I've been a fundraiser for way too long. So I'm always raising money, even though it's a business. But uh, anyway, so when you're thinking about how much money you want to make, it let's just say that you're, you know, running a side business and you want to make X amount of dollars or, you know, hey, I want to work for that organization. I want to make X amount of dollars. Well, all you have to do is just pay attention to someone else who's already doing it. And that's why I think, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a huge advocate of reading books, of listening to podcasts, of watching YouTube videos. I'm always consuming information like that because I want to be around people who've done what I want to do. And so any goal that you have on your list of probably a ton of goals that you have for your life. In every single area, you're looking at somebody else who's been there, done that. I'm going to imagine that the reason why you listen to this podcast is because I've raised millions of dollars. And so I'm gonna be able to tell you how to raise millions of dollars because I have crazy belief because I've seen it. So you can borrow my belief and say, okay, I'm I can raise millions of dollars for my cause because Mary's done it. And if Mary can do it, and I'm nobody special, right? If I can do it, you can do it too. And I've seen that in a lot of areas of my life, you know, like I've built my business. So people have said, oh my gosh, I, you've done that. Can you show me how to do that? 
Yes. You know, so I've helped people build their businesses. I've helped people to, you know, create consulting and coaching jobs or, you know, creating that, that environment that they want. You know, I built a house. And so I've had people reach out to me and say, Hey, we've always wanted to build a house. What did you do to get started? And people will reach out to me for that, you know? And so, you know, that as long as you've seen somebody else do it, you can do it too. And your belief system just kicks up to that level of where it's like, this is, this is a done deal. It's happening. And many times people will say that I help people make the, you know, the impossible possible. I love that statement because if we've never seen something ourselves, it does feel impossible. It, it does. It just absolutely feels impossible. I remember sitting uh, on the p- corner of this parking lot, you know, like where my house is sitting. I used to pull up on the corner of, of my street and I used to sit outside at this empty lot of land after we had purchased it. And it just felt so impossible. I was like, how are we possibly going to build our dream home here? Like we didn't have the money. We didn't even have the means to even make this thing come to life. But I just sat there and was like, okay, like I I have to start believing that this is possible. So what do I need to do? I need to surround myself with people who have already done this. And that's when I started bringing other people into my inner circle who could help us move to that next level. So I want you to see that what I'm saying here translates into every single area of your life. It just so happens that when it comes to fundraising and raising these dollars, you might have been able to do it in the past and it's just not working for you now. And if it's not working for you now, it's because we are in a new season. And when it comes to raising money, making money, fundraising, this whole thing is, is that it is always evolving. It's always changing. So there's new technology, there's new resources, people behave differently, right? Like you've probably noticed that as you're having conversations with people, they are we're just talking about different things today that than we were just a few months ago. I've said before that I'm like, I can't even watch YouTube videos and podcasts. I have a hard time listening to anything that happened pre-COVID because it just doesn't even relate right now because it's like that stuff may have worked then, but it's not working now. So back to the eight words, it's what got you here won't get you there. And what got us here yeah, all those techniques, all those tactics, it got us here, but is it going to get us there? And so that's why I'm like, get the right people around you today. Like you sit down with your whiteboard, with your sheet of paper, with your sticky note, and you start jotting down people's names today. This is my action item for you. Write down those people's names and start thinking about who has done this, who has been here before, who has raised these dollars, who's in the weeds, and really hashing this out and trying to figure it out with me. Let's surround ourselves with those people. I love, I love, love, love bringing volunteers to the table. People, when I'm recruiting volunteers, I'm always looking for people who don't know how to fail. I mean, you know these people in your life. No matter what they put their hand to, it is successful. So look at right now, just think about the people who are doing really well in this season. The creative people, the innovators, the people who are not sitting back saying, oh, well, I'll just wait for that stimulus check or I'll just wait for, you know, that, that, you know, bailout, whatever that is. 
Instead, they're being innovative and they're like, okay, how can we trans transfer what we did before and do it differently now? Maybe instead of those physical events, we're doing virtual events. Maybe we're reaching out and securing monthly donations instead of going after annual sponsorships. Maybe it's time that we push that to the side. Now, if we do still get those donations, amazing, that's awesome. But people right now, think about this, okay? People right now, they still want to give to charity. They still want to give to good causes. So you're not out of luck right now, okay? Because people still want to financially give and they still want to financially give to your cause. So let's like let's just nix down and cut out all the barriers that stand in the way. Don't force people to go to a physical event when they don't want to go to physical events, right? So what do we need to do? And you start brainstorming and you start bringing in the who, who do we need to know? Start having conversations with the right people. And these are the people that have the ability to give you and to donate to your cause. I'm always looking for those people because who's going to be able to tell you Who's going to be able to tell you what you should do? It's going to be the people that are givers, the ones that have the ability to give to your work. And so if I want to get a donation from somebody, you better believe that I'm going to be knocking on the doors of those who's, okay? Those are the who that I'm going to be talking to. I'm going to be having conversations with because I want to find out what do you want? What do you want right now? How can we serve you best And they're going to just be honest with you because you know what? A couple months ago, they wouldn't have told you the same answer. So today I I want to find out how do you want us to communicate with you? How do you want us to share opportunities with you about the work that we're doing? I want to be really sensitive to the season that we're in. I want to be sensitive to the fact that you are busy. You've got a lot of things that are going on, but also that I understand that you still care about us that you still care about the work that we're doing and that you want to help make a difference in the world. So how can we best come alongside you, give you opportunities to still give, but don't take over maybe the time and the energy that you need to put somewhere else. And that's what it's going to take. Now, I hope that you caught this paradigm shift that I'm really encouraging you to think about is, is really that who I'm going to lean on that again. Who do you need to know? Who do you need to know? Who's done it before? Who can show you the way? Who can be a guide for you as you move forward? Now, I'm going to continue to thank you for letting me be your guide when it comes to fundraising here, because this is what I love to do. I love to guide people on fundraising. I love to come alongside you in that. But this is the thing is, is that many people don't realize that you don't need to know everything that I know. You don't need to know everything that your donors know. You don't need to know every little detail. What you need to know is what you're the best at. And that may be, you know, the information about how you're helping people in the community, how you're changing lives. You know, the stats, you know, the, the details about what it's going to take to change the lives. Now I want you to lean into that because you, you're the expert in that space. You don't need to be the expert on, you know, the things that I'm an expert in. All you need to know is that, you know, me, 
and that we're running together and that you have access to my knowledge and I have access to your knowledge. That's what makes relationships a win-win. So today, I want you to just start reaching out to people, not because they have money to give to you, but because they've got a skill set and because they've been there before and they know what you, I mean, they, they have been where you want to go. And ultimately, they can be a guide for you along the way. You know, I've used the example before of like tying your shoelaces or learning how to walk, like these common, like these, you know, very simplistic things when you think about it as a child. And many of you guys have kids and you can think about how many times that kid fell on his, his, his or her butt, you know, how many times they practiced and practiced and practiced in order to tie their shoelaces. But eventually they figured it out. But you know what? They didn't need to know all those details all at one time, they had you to guide them. Or as a child, we had a parent or guardian, someone who taught us how to do that. And maybe you didn't even have a parent or guardian who taught you. Maybe a friend taught you. Maybe somebody in your classroom taught you. So here's where you don't have to have uh, some guru or you don't have to have some person who's like, this is all they do and they're all consumed by it. Just think about, hey, they've been there and they've been where I want to go. And so surround yourself with those people, find ways that you can interact with them and that you can be in their circle because that's ultimately how you're going to make the impossible possible. Okay. All right. So eight words that may explain why you're stuck. What got you here won't get you there. And to get unstuck, we've got to go there with the right who's. Okay, we're going to get there with the right who's and you got to start just really engaging in conversation with the right who's. Who do I need to know? And just ask your question, ask that question over and over again. Who do I need to know to raise a million dollars? Who do I need to know to raise $5,000 a month? Who? Who do I need to know? Okay. All right. Well, hope you guys, um, you know, really take action on this. I don't want you to just listen to the show and be like, oh yeah, that was, gave me a warm fuzzy and really encouraged me for the day, which I hope it does. I'm always hopeful that this show encourages you, but I also want to make sure that I am educating you and I'm also empowering you to take action. It is no good if you sit here and listen to the show and you don't take action. I am all about being an action taker. That's the only reason why I've raised the dollars that I've raised throughout the years is because I picked up the phone, I had conversations with people, and I invited them in. I invited them to be a part of it. Now, I'm going to give you one last tip, one last thing before we end today, is that don't call somebody asking them for money, okay? It doesn't work. Call them asking for advice, ask them for their help, ask them to impart their wisdom on the work that you're doing. And obviously during the conversation, we're going to let them know that the priority for the work that you're doing right now is to raise every every dollar that you need so that you can fulfill your mission. And we all get it. Every single donor gets it. We get that you need money to do the work that you're doing. Think about every single business. Think about every single family, every single nonprofit. We all need money in order to do the work that we're doing. It is not new information, okay? Everybody, all of your donors, they know that you need dollars to raise uh, or, you know, that you need more dollars so that you can do better work. So that's just kind of like the, the, 
conversation. It's just, it's there. Like you already know that that's something that needs to happen. So today, have conversations with people, pick up the phone, call them, make those connections and start moving towards that goal. Get unstuck today, right? We're going to be unstuck. (laughs) All right. Uh, Love you guys. I'm looking forward to continuing the conversation. If you need anything, don't hesitate to reach out. Uh, I'm going to be sharing some updates here in the next week or two. I've got some free trainings that are coming up. So stay tuned. I'll get you that information as soon as it is ready. You will be the first to hear. And if you are not getting my weekly emails, be sure to jump on maryvaloney.com and download one of my, my checklists or my workbook and you will get access to my weekly emails, okay? Uh, From there, I will get you all of the information as soon as it's available, all right? Love you guys, hope you have a great week. Let's go change the world one volunteer and one dollar at a time. 